0: Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today?
1: Doing good. The heat is here and uh, trying to survive all this craziness
0: out there in the world. How about you? Yeah, about the same. It is uh, still very much uh, plenty of crazy out there these days, Dr. Man. We're continuing to do our show remotely. Uh, I'm one, in one location and you are in another location and we will continue to practice social distancing until uh, we don't have to anymore and then we can be back in the same studio. I look forward to that day but until then, Dr. Man, we're going to continue to do this program which I thoroughly enjoy because we talk all about how having uh, a healthy mouth and Healthy dentistry can help promote a whole entire healthy body and healthy life. And, Doctor Man, um, you know, for the past few uh, months here, we've been talking all about COVID nineteen, the coronavirus, and how this is impacting our lives. And one of the main stories that we've seen, and I think a lot of people can identify with, is that people are gaining weight. We're not moving around as much. You know, we're sedentary. We also have access to. Uh, A lot more snacks at home than we would at work. And a lot of times these are unhealthy foods packed with sugar or carbs. Um, What effect can this have on a person's teeth?
1: Well, like we said, we like to call them comfort foods um, because it it comforts our stress. And and you're right. You know, we're at home. You have easy access to food in general, more so than if you were at work. Um, And uh, a lot of these foods, like you said, are packed with sugar and they're simple carbohydrates and uh, your body craves them. Once you start eating sugar and simple carbohydrates, your body craves them kind of like they would a drug. Um, so once you, you know, eat them, your body will say, Hey, it's time for more. And we tend to, um, you know, go along with that craving uh, when we're at home uh, and uh, it's more accessible to us. So um, the bad thing about that is, you know, those sh- sugars and simple, carbohydrate, simple carbohydrates are the main reason why people get cavities. And so, you know, we're starting to see uh, people that have come in uh, to our practice that we, you know, haven't seen uh, from the COVID-19 that we haven't seen having decay, they now suddenly are getting decay. So um, we have to keep in mind uh, when when we are eating, even during this quarantine, or if you're staying at home working, um, that you're not exposing your uh, teeth constantly throughout the day to these types of sugars and foods, uh, like simple carbohydrates.
0: Yeah, ha- taking a break from that and definitely making sure that you're eating healthier can go a long way. Well, Dr. Mann, you, you mentioned cavities and I think we're all familiar with the concept of cavities because that's been drilled into our minds since we were young. Um, let's Let's just start with the basics there. What is a cavity and what causes them?
1: Well, it's funny you say that because, you know, our parents would always say, you better not have a cavity or if you don't brush your teeth good, you're going to get cavities. <laughs> Most people really, you know, I mean, we're like, hey, what is a cavity yeah. so So, um, you know, the scientific side of a cavity is, you know, um, basically um, when we eat foods, simple carbohydrates, when we eat sugar, we have a bacteria in our mouth. And uh, it's really a streptococcus mutant is what we call it, but streptococcus bacillus or streptococcus. Uh, Streptococcus lactobacillus but basically those are bacteria in our mouth and when we eat food um, it mixes with our saliva and acids um, from the food and that bacteria and it forms something called plaque um, on our teeth and that's that's the real uh, terrible substance you feel on your teeth if you don't brush them for a while and so what happens is um, that plaque uh, really just uh, keeps those acids that the bacteria produce and from the food that we eat and it starts putting holes in our teeth called a cavitation. Um, so that is basically scientifically what a cavity is. Now, the more, um, uh, of the sugary and the acidic uh, foods that we eat, the greater the chance that those cavities um, continue to form and get deep. And once they get through our protective layer, which is called the enamel, then it's into the soft part of your tooth. And that's when, um, it becomes a major problem. Our, our enamel is really um, good at, at keeping us from getting uh, cavities, but if you don't brush your teeth and that plaque builds up, then um, pretty much everybody's prone to an increased risk for, for decay.
0: Dr. Mann, I think we know uh, a lot of the uh, the major culprits when it comes to cavities, whether it be uh, soft drinks or candies or things like that. What, what are some other ones that we, we should – obviously know are uh, bad culprits when it comes to cavities and what are some that we may not uh, actually think are are a threat but actually can be?
1: Well, I think one of the big things uh, for parents to know is that, uh, you know, juice is a major culprit um, of of decay. You know, everybody knows soft drinks and and, and because of the acid. And remember one thing about soft drinks, diet, soft drinks, are just as bad as sugar soft drinks because of the acid that they put in them. And so, as we said, that acid gets caught up in that plaque. So when you're drinking a, a diet soft drink and you think, Hey, this is great. It's not hurting me. It's hurting your teeth. And it also hurts your body in, in a sense, because you're putting something acidic uh, in your body, um, which over, if you put too much acid in your body, it can cause inflammation. Um, but, but as far as your teeth are concerned, um, And the foods that some people don't think about, lots of uh, uh, parents who give their uh, sippy cups of juice find that their kids get decay. So um, take those sippy cups away. Have uh, your child drink fairly quickly. Um, If they're going to sip on anything, um, we want them to sip on water. Um, And uh, you can put a splash of juice in it, but I would uh, lean more towards pure water. Uh, The sippy cups also, you know, we've talked in the past. Um, uh, cause another problem if they're if, if someone's using them um, longer than say two years old um, it, it starts uh, narrowing the airway and so the airway doesn't develop but um, get those sippy cups with juice out of uh, the hands of your kids the other thing that we have to keep in mind is simple carbohydrates we don't think about that as much because we don't think about it as being sugar but it's broken down into sugar and that um anything from you know uh uh, uh Cheez-Its to any kind of snack foods that we see that are simple carbohydrates, we got to be careful about um, uh, you know, how many we eat and if we're exposing our teeth all day long. Not as dangerous as sugar, but uh, having them sit on our teeth and not rinsing our mouth out or brushing after we eat them can cause decay.
0: As we're in this stressful time, it's hard not to reach for those comfort foods. But uh, Dr. Man, I think you've given us some advice here that is helpful and some things that we can avoid, maybe substitute some other things out for uh, some of those high carbs or High sugar snacks. We, we need to avoid those as much as possible to help keep our teeth in order. If you are maybe uh, snacking a little bit more, as I am during the quarantine, and you need to set up an appointment to see Dr. Man, go online to smileman.com. That's man with two N's, smileman.com. There you can view all the services that Dr. Man provides. You can also very easily book an appointment at one of his three locations. Dr. Man has locations and Carrie Garner, and in Fuquay. You can also call to schedule an appointment. That phone number is 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. We're going to continue our conversation right after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Find more about him at smileman.com. Remember, man has two ends. SmileMan.com. We're talking all about cavities and decay, Dr. Mann. You went over what exactly a Cavity is, and some foods that we and snacks that we probably should avoid. Um, Doctor, man, it sounds like decay in an individual's mouth can really almost be considered a disease. Would you classify it that way?
1: It is classified by the CDC as a disease, Um, and so someone who has uh, decay in their mouth can pass those bacteria that that's, that's causing the decay from one person to another. But yes. Um, decay is considered a, uh, a disease, uh, as defined by the CDC, and again, if you think about decay, um, we talked about that protective uh, layer of enamel. Once it gets into the soft part of the tooth, it can continue um, uh, cavitating or growing, the bacteria does, breaking down that tooth, and when that bacteria gets into the nerve, which is in the center of the tooth, it can create a major infection, and so, as, as we know, infections are caused by disease. So um, it's nothing to take lightly, you know, you want to get it treated because it is uh, considered a disease and, and actually can end up putting, you know, creating um, the infection in your tooth that if that goes untreated can, can actually put you in the hospital. Um, some people have even, um, it, it goes to heart valves, it can go into your brain and cause lesions on your brain. So we definitely um, encourage people that if you do have cavities, you want get, to get those addressed. And and. And not even if, even if you uh, think you're not having pain on your tooth uh, and you've been diagnosed with it, you want to get it treated.
0: Yeah, that's great advice because uh, as with many of the items that we talk about on this show, uh, waiting tends to create more issues and more expensive issues at that. So, um. Dr. Mann, you know, we've been talking a lot the past few weeks about underlying symptoms and underlying diseases. Are there health issues that someone may have uh, that can increase uh, the the risk of having if they have dental decay?
1: Yes, there are several. You know, one of the things that we see um, people that are going through chemotherapy and or uh, radiation from from cancer, um, they have an increased risk for decay. Um, The other uh, things that we see that if someone's on medications that dry their mouth out, um, whether it be, you know, uh, diuretics or steroids or things like that, um, they can dry your mouth out and, uh, increase your risk for decay. That saliva uh, is also a protectant of your teeth because it has calcium and things like that. And it's almost like a film that keeps that bacteria from getting into, uh, that plaque that we talked about. So, um, if, if that saliva is not there, then, uh, you're at a higher risk. There are some studies that show that diabetics also have an increased risk for decay. Um, and so those are some of the underlying conditions. If you're out there and you're a listener and you have those conditions, um, dry mouth, for instance, you can, uh, substitute, uh, bio, uh, dentine. Um, you can also use like coconut oil at night, um, to rinse with after you brush your teeth to help keep your um, mouth from drying out. Radiation does the same thing in a sense. It dries the mouth out, um, for those people going through uh, uh, treatment for cancer. So um, if you are uh, going through those, you really need to discuss with your dentist a plan uh, to keep that decay from happening because we can put you on uh, a plan that will help uh, lower that risk.
0: That's great because, uh, you know, we want to stress prevention. And uh, as we've talked about, the decay can be a a serious issue if left untreated. So we want to go ahead and put those, uh, preventive measures in place to make sure that we're, we're not putting ourselves at risk for any other uh, health issues when it comes to decay. All right, Dr. Manwell, uh, when I come to your office for a dental exam, how do you diagnose dental decay?
1: Well, the first thing we do is x-rays. Um, x-rays are very important. Um, we always encourage uh, our uh, patients to have what we call Um, cavity checking x-rays we call them bite wings but um, cavity checking x-rays at least once a year if you're prone to decay we recommend twice a year but what we look for is uh, uh, we can look clinically and look pretty much around all of your teeth except in between your teeth where your teeth touch together and the the cavity x-rays show us if you have decay between your teeth now um, that is a common uh, place for decay to start uh, the two most common places are the grooves of your teeth and um, between your teeth. Well, with those x-rays, that's the only way to see between your teeth. If we see like a, a dark spot on the x-ray, then that's a sign that you have decay. Um, that's the first way. The second way is we um, also use, in our office, a laser to detect decay in your grooves in your back teeth. Um, if we see any darkness or, or, or stain, which is a sign of decay, we can put that laser on. Uh, the tooth, and it's called a diagonal dent, and it will send a number back to us. If that number is higher than 25, then that means that that decay has um, broken through the enamel and is into the soft part of the tooth and needs uh, attention from a dentist to filling. So um, we use those two methods uh, mostly. Um, uh, you know, In the past, we've used the Explore, which sticks. Uh, if, if something is really sticky, that's also... Um, decay. So we also use the um, what we call the Explorer, uh, which is a little sharp point um, to try to detect it. But we tend to use more
0: of our laser and, and the x-rays now than, than, than the Explorer. So it sounds like you need some specialized tools. So most times, uh, the average person can't really tell if they have decay, can they?
1: They can't. But one of the signs and symptoms at home is if you're um, eating sweets and you're getting sensitivity, that's a, a telltale sign that you have decay. Um, now, w- you also can uh, eat something really acidic like, uh, uh, say, lemon or orange or something like that and get sensitivity as well uh, with decay. If you see your teeth uh, turning dark, uh, you may you definitely want to get attention because uh, you could have decay. Uh, but those are some of the things. A lot I don't tell people cold necessarily because your teeth can be sensitive to cold and you not have decay. But if you do have decay, you can have cold sensitivity as well.
0: Yeah, those are a couple of things that you should look out for. If you're experiencing that, maybe you've just gone a long time between visits to a dentist and you, you want to get checked out and make sure that you're not having any issues with decay, schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann. Go online to smileman.com. That's man with two Ns, smileman.com. You can also call 919 919- 462 9338. 919 462 9338 to get a hold of Dr. Mann to schedule an appointment. We're going to continue our conversation all about dental decay right after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 985, AM 680, WPTF. News, talk, traffic. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I am Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry, talking all about dental decay today and cavities and how that impacts us because... A lot of us uh, have maybe put on some weight or been snacking a lot more during quarantine. I know I, I certainly fall into that category. I keep telling myself, "Yeah, I'm gonna uh, you know th- this is the week when I'm gonna start working out a little b- bit more." And <laughs> oh, I, I yeah. have I have adjusted the diet a little bit. You know, I'm I'm snacking a little bit less, but uh, it's it's hard, doctor man. You know, when it a, is it it's a stressful is. situation, and you know, I've got two toddlers at home, so. Uh, it, it's hard not to reach for some, uh, some sweet sugary goodness every now and then to, to help calm the nerves. But, um, Dr. Mann, let's talk about the best ways to treat decay. We've talked about symptoms and how to find it and diagnose it. Let's talk about treatment.
1: Well, uh, you know, when you come in and you have been diagnosed with decay, uh, if, it's, it's a, if it's a very shallow or a very small area of decay, we just can treat that with a simple filling. So basically, we have two ways to do that. Uh, most people think about a drill, um, a dental drill, uh, but we also can use a laser. We have a laser in our office that we actually can use to treat decay without using a drill. So anybody that's scared, doesn't like the noise of a drill, we can use that um, as well to remove the what we call the soft cavitation and all that bacteria. And then, of course, a cavity means a hole. Um, and that's basically what is created from decay is a hole in your tooth. And that um, has to be sealed back up. So we use what we call fillings to fill uh, those uh, areas of cavitations back up. If it gets really large, a large amount of decay, it may require something a little bit larger and more um, stronger than just a filling. And that would either be what we call a porcelain only or a crown on the tooth. But our goal is to get that decay um diagnosed before it gets to that point where where something major is needed but that is really the simple process is getting that solved part of the tooth out and getting the bacteria out and then
0: selling it off so that that bacteria can't get back into that uh cavitation and for those of us who who want to avoid anything having to do with treatment for decay doctor man what are some things we can do to prevent decay and prevent cavities
1: well this is my favorite uh part of it because uh, there's so many things we can do to prevent uh cavities but you know just like washing your hands can uh, can keep you from getting COVID-19 is probably the most important thing to keep you from getting the flu or coronavirus washing your hands brushing your teeth twice a day is probably the most important thing you can do to keep from getting decay Um, the second is of course flossing those cavities I talked about between the teeth occur because we can't really Even if we brush and we are the best brusher, we can't get that um, plaque that gets in between um, the teeth where they contact. So flossing um, does a great job of of removing that plaque. It also does, of course, flossing helps with periodontal disease, but um, it really does help with those um, decay in between. And then, of course, there's some other things to help prevent. Um, Believe it or not, chewing uh, xylitol chewing gum um, helps prevent decay. it's uh, xylitol is a natural, um, uh, killer of that bacteria that we talked about. And, um, the actual chewing of the gum actually keeps the plaque buildup up on our teeth, um, off. So, um, a lot of people think, Oh, you know, chewing gum's bad for your teeth. Well, yes, the sugar kind is. Um, but that was xylitol, um, is really good for your teeth. Um, it also, if you're a clincher or a grinder, Chewing gum is also good because it keeps your teeth from coming together and clenching and grinding. So um, we encourage that, unless you have tempo mandibular joint disorder. Um, the other thing that uh, we can do is um, we can rinse um, our, our mouth um, with, uh, it, if we're prone to decay, um, we can rinse our mouth with a fluoride type rinse. So if there's someone out there that you know every time they go into the dentist they're getting decay. That's something they may want to add and talk to their dentist about. Um, we also can use um, uh, prescription-based fluoride toothpaste if someone is getting a lot of decay. That also decreases. A lot of people may have heard of Prevident. That's one um, that can be prescribed, and uh, insurance companies will, uh, you know, cover that because it is a prescription. Um, if you have um, if you have health insurance and and coverage, so uh, there's a lot of preventive things that can be done. But I will say, if you know. We talked about sugar and we talked about um uh you know some of the foods, but you know the the key to keeping decay down is exposure time. You know, you're gonna like you said, uh imbibe and, and and wanna eat um sugar, you probably wanna drink soda or something like that. But the key is uh the amount of time that your teeth are exposed to sugar and an acid. So I can take someone who drinks five uh soft drinks a day, and if they uh, you know, chug those within a two to three, four, five minute period. They're not going to get as much decay as someone who drinks one soft drink, but sits there and sips it all day long. That person's going to get a lot more decay. And that's why hard candies and things like that tend to cause decay um, because it, it's exposure time. When you have that hard candy, it's in your mouth for a long period of time. The real chewy ones that stick in the grooves of your teeth, that that uh, is all about exposure time because... It takes a long time for that uh, uh, sugar to dissolve when it's, in, when it's in the groove of your uh, teeth. So um, exposure time, keep that down, and, and good oral uh, hygiene is the key to keeping uh, decay at bay. If you have a very acidic mouth, um, and that can be determined, too, if you're getting a lot of decay, uh, rinsing with baking soda um, uh, basically neutralizes uh, an acidic mouth. And it actually uh, what we call increases your pH, which means it makes your mouth more basic instead of acidic. That also can help um, uh, with those people who are prone to getting decay.
0: Well, that's uh, some great alternatives to hear for uh, prevention. You know, a lot of us can take those to heart. And Dr. Mann, let's talk about the pocketbook here. Um, When it comes to dental insurance coverage, how does that handle treating dental decay?
1: well most dental insurance companies are very very good at uh covering uh fillings um and that's why we encourage people to treat decay when it's very small for two reasons one um the smaller the filling the longer that filling will last and it's also less expensive the larger the decay um, the bigger the filling has to be and the less time it will last and that just is because uh, the bigger the filling, uh, the more you're going to wear it down and uh, the more it has a chance of breaking its seal from uh, that cavity. So um, the longer that decay is, sits in the mouth and gets to deteriorate the tooth, um, the more expensive it gets. The bigger the cavity, the more expensive and the less coverage that a dental insurance will give. For instance, if we have to put a crown on the tooth because there's so much decay that there's not enough tooth structure left, uh, dental insurance will only cover that at about 50%. But most dental insurance companies for cavities, uh, fillings, they'll cover that at about 80%. So there's a big difference. A, uh, a crown is way more expensive, um, on, on average around $1,200, whereas a simple filling could be in, you know $100 to $125. So big difference there. So that's where um, it comes into uh, the responsibility of a patient Uh, coming in, getting your teeth diagnosed on a regular basis so that we can put small fillings in versus having to do big crowns.
0: Yeah, that'll save you some money. And if you have questions about your insurance, uh, you can always call Dr. Man's office, see how that can work with you. Go to not uh, go to smileman.com. That's man with two ends, smileman.com. From there you can book an appointment. You can also view information about the three locations that Doctor Man has: one in Cary, one in Garner, and the other in Fuquay. You can also call 919 462 93 Three eight nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. Doctor Man, before we head out today, what do we have on tap for next week?
1: Well, we haven't talked about it in a while, but we really, you know, are in this healthy uh, environment here when we think about our health. So we're going to start about talk about healthy start, how to get our kids off to a good, healthy start in their life,
0: um, and 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 diagnosing sleep breathing disorders early if they have them. Excellent. All the parents and all the grandparents, I think, are going to want to tune into that episode next week. We hope you will join us next Sunday at 430 to hear that. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Have a great weekend.